It's the intro for Trevor Long. We won't be playing that again. The tech <laughs> stop it. Gee, you've got to be tech expert uh, EFTM.com. Trevor, good afternoon, sir. It's just, just my crew ripping some tunes. Oh, for that's you. it, busting it right listen, out. Listen, what listen, what does EFTM stand for? Uh, everything for the man. Oh. I like it. I like it. Uh, think, of it think of like a men's lifestyle magazine without the um Page well, three the girl. scantily clad models. Yeah. Do you, do you have an uh, EFTW? No, because uh, there's They've got everything. websites anyway. targeted to, to, to women. So, right, okay. But my mum, my, my wife, my daughter are happy readers. Uh, it's not, not exclusionary. It's just That's made for men. Well done. Mr Long, great to have you on the program this afternoon for two reasons. First one, of course, uh, it's a very important anniversary weekend. The Apple Macintosh personal computer was introduced by Apple January 1984. It seems so yeah. long ago. And- do you remember the iconic ad advertisement as well? Kind of black and white, George Orwell themed, you know, all these kind of uh, people dressed in grey, staring at this big screen and this woman running through in this white tank top with a big sledgehammer and she throws it at the screen. This thing, this, this ad won awards and it was this very controversial at the time, but that was their, their announcement of the Macintosh computer, this all-in-one cute little thing really when you think about it now because it was this tiny little screen but it was an all-in-one computer a little disk drive underneath you know a little keyboard and, and, a, and a mouse all included in the box and you know that's that's going 37 years ago so <laughs> if you remember that launch then we're starting to feel pretty old now aren't we mate we're feeling even older because in the bottom of my cupboard i've got an apple macbook pro 180c and wow, i reckon the get... and i reckon the color screen on as big as a pack of cigarettes <laughs> and I th- and it had a built-in and it had a built-in rollerball for the mouse. You know what? I think this. You mentioned the screen. I think that's something that Apple have always played upon. I was I was reminiscing myself a bit today, thinking about our chat, and I was looking at the uh, the launch. Steve Jobs standing on stage in 1998. Fast forward to the launch of the iMac, which was this all-in-one computer again. But remember, it was Bondi Blue, which was very cool. It was this see-through kind of thing, and he actually said in it, you know. Have have a look at this computer, and they showed a you know a normal desktop computer, big tower, monitor, speakers, keyboard, and he goes, look at this, bigger screen, all in one. He was talking about connectivity and having a built-in modem and all these kind of things. It was it was also quite revolutionary. Even fast forward to today, the iMac, which is their most popular selling Mac computer, is still in my mind the best looking computer you can buy. It's this slim line. It just looks like you're buying a screen, but you're you're buying a whole computer, and it's quite an amazing brand. But always, like it, it doesn't sell more than ten percent of the market. Probably more like six or seven percent of the computer Jeez. market is Apple. Is, is it true, or is it an urban myth that back in the day, way back in the day, they the computers were the size of houses? Someone said, "Oh, the world will only ever need five of these, and that'll be it. There'll be no need for any more computers." Is that true or not? That's absolutely true. You no, know, it's you know, ca- I, I, really. I think back in the day, it was hard to understand what could be done with computing power, and I think that's. Look, I, I won't lie. I remember when I was first shown the BlackBerry. In fact, it was it was in the very building you're in now. Um, the CEO at the time, George Bushman, said to me, "Look at this, Trev. We're going to get these." And I went, "Why would you want email in your pocket? Uh, why, why would you want that?" You said so that. Now I said that. <laughs> right. <laughs> haven't haven't you come a long way? <laughs> Yeah, I've shifted. I've shifted. Um, you, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't realise how 
groundbreaking and, and life-changing something's going to be until you've experienced it. Uh, and you know what's funny, and I was only thinking this the other day because I'm a bit of a slow adapter where, in regards to television series. Oh, we've, really? been, we've been watching, um, what do you call it, House of Cards, right? We've finished it yeah. now. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh. I know. Tell me about it. But, oh, we watch television shows now, and you look at the mobile phones that they use, and you know when it was made. <laughs> Spot on. That's how I date a show as well. I look at the cars yes. and the phones. Yes, exactly. I was watching a movie the other night, which I'd never seen before, and um, I didn't realise how, how old it was because I was looking at the – it was a Russell Crowe movie, and he had an iPhone, but it was like basically the original one, and I could just tell from the interface, and he was watching YouTube videos, and I'm like, uh... YouTube doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> I didn't know they had mobile phones in Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> on my command, unleash hell. I love that line. Now, also, Trevor, we're talking 21st century issues here and 21st century problems. Can you give us a layman's look at what Google and Facebook have been saying to the government this week? I I really struggle to get my head around it. I I won't lie. I've watched a lot of testimony to the Senate Select Committee on this uh, ACCC media law, um, and I, I don't see a lot of what anyone's saying to them making sense. So Google and Facebook are essentially saying, we don't want to pay media organisations for the clicks that we send through to them because we don't make money until people click. So why would it matter if, if, they're, if they're going there or not? So Google's saying, look, if we have to pay, we're just going to leave. We're just going to leave Australia. Whereas Facebook is saying, if we have to do this thing, you know what? We might just exclude all news from Facebook. So you're going to end up with just, you know, photos of food and conspiracy theorists and that kind of rubbish on Facebook. And I actually worry that that won't make any difference to Facebook as it is. But, but tell me, and tell me if, I, if, I've, if I've got this wrong, but if you're a business and you launch a website and just say it's news.com.au, yeah. aren't, aren't you the ones that determine what search engine it goes on? It's, well, that's spot on. So, so you know, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not actually Google that are doing the wrong thing here, is it? No, this is my challenge, right? Google, it, rightly, they don't make money by displaying results. So if I put up an article today yep. about a thing on my website, which is essentially a newsy website, um, it's, it's my choice that, it, that it's available on Google for a start. Yes. And also, Google doesn't make money because my article shows up in the results. Google only makes money if someone advertises something else related to that. Correct way. And the person searching goes, I'm going to click that instead, yep. instead of going to yep. Trev's website. Yep. So it's actually more about the, the amount of money. So let's say there's 100 billion dollars being spent on advertising it's a random number in australia and then let's say 50 billion of that is being spent on the internet the the media organizations are concerned that they're not getting a big enough slice of that pie Correct. to sustain themselves as businesses google and facebook are taking up 80 percent of that and and that money let's be honest it's gone offshore like it's going to america and, and to ireland and it's not really going to through taxes here in the famous kerry's packer speech though to the ato you know they're doing everything legally they're minimising their tax as they legally can. So I think there's a bigger, broader question about how these multinationals are structured and how we get money out of them as, as operations in Australia, as much as how we support the media landscape and ensuring that we have quality journalism that is paid for. It's an argument that's got a wee way to go yet, Trevor Long. Mate, thank you very, very much indeed for taking us through it and also having a look mm. back at uh, the Apple Mac. Michael says, guys, I beat you all. I've still got my Micro B 16K manual and green screen. Oh, uh, so oh, that, what a legend. That goes all the way back. Trevor Long, EFTM.com. Have a look. Thanks very much, Trev. Great Cheers, to speak to you again. All See the you, best. mate. All Anything the very fun? best.